0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the CG Garage. This is episode number 431 featuring Lyndon Venard, a fabulous person who I met uh, a long, long time ago uh, back when I was working at a company or started working at a company called SpeedShape, which is a company that he helped get start. Uh, Based out of Detroit, Michigan, believe it or not. And he is, uh, that's where he's from. That is basically his background. He got involved in CG uh, actually through the automotive industry in a lot of ways uh, and did a lot of interesting work there. Automotive CG is very, very specialized and very, very complicated and very, very subjective. Um, And there's a lot of trick to it. Uh, that is pretty interesting. I actually think that there's a lot of similarity between automotive CG and digital humans because uh, it is something that just needs to look absolutely perfect or you clearly can tell that it doesn't look real. Um, and so I think there's something very special about that. Anyway, one of the first people I learned that uh, that art from was was from Linden. So it was really kind of cool to have him back and to talk about the amazing stuff that he's doing now. He has, uh, you know, kind of done a lot of things since Speedshape, and we get into that quite a bit. Uh, but uh, you know, be, you know, like I said, he came from Detroit. He learned about the complexity of taking CAD data and turning that into usable data that we can use uh, for automotive industry. Uh, he's done Arcviz work as well, and he continues to do uh, forms of that through through trade shows and things of that na- uh, that nature. He took a long vision quest after sort of Speed Shape closed and figure out what to, to do with his life and travel the earth, which is kind of awesome. Uh, he's uh, you know pretty interesting in a lot of ways, but what he's really got into as of late, and we get that in the end of the podcast, he's really gotten into AI art. He's gotten really into mid-journey quite a bit. Uh, I know this is a controversial subject, but boy, it is really cool to hear what Lyndon is trying to do in this space because it is kind of all out there and kind of crazy. Um and I think he I think he said something like he's created almost half a million uh images since he started using Midjourney, which is insane. Um, uh, he's actually been banned several times because of the crazy things that he tries to create on mid journey. Uh, obviously his, his, uh, his accounts been restored, but boy, what a guy, what an interesting guy and really, really cool to talk to Linden. and, uh, very interesting to hear that perspective on AI. Um, I, I do, you know, like I am actually really, really, really trying to have a very balanced conversation on the, on what that is. Linden is clearly very positive about AI and he and I mentioned the fact that, uh, some people have not necessarily been very positive towards him because of his positivity towards AI. Uh, next week, I'm going to try to post a podcast from someone who's got some uh, you know, concerns about AI, another a very, very reputable artist, uh, and we'll talk to him and hear those concerns. So I'm really trying to put it out there and be very balanced. And I'm also going to have another podcast coming out very soon with uh, an entertainment lawyer and to hear his Point of view on how AI is going to affect the entertainment industry. So, I'm really trying to get everyone's point of view involved in this. Uh, but clearly, Lyndon's got, uh, uh, perspective is the more the merrier and the better. And so, uh, considering how happy he is, I certainly do not feel that I should take that away from him. And definitely, all the amazing things he's done. Okay. Moving on from this conversation, a couple of announcements I want to do. Uh, There's a big one, uh, V-Ray for Houdini uh, 6 is out, update 1, sorry, V-Ray for Houdini 6 update 1 is out with lots of great new improvements. Obviously, you've seen these in other packages of V-Ray, but this is now updated to V-Ray for Houdini and I'm very excited about that. Uh, there's a bump to glossiness, uh, effect. Where this really sort of helps balance, uh, map, uh, bump maps, glossiness maps to get the correct effect. This is especially true for things like skin and hair. Uh, skin specifically. Uh, so definitely go check that out, the bump to glossiness effect. Uh, we've added a lot of new controls to lights, including new decay controls. Uh, we've enhanced our procedural cloud system, which is really cool. We've done a lot on USD to really help process that in terms of obviously how you're working with Solaris. Uh, and speaking of Solaris, we've actually... Uh, reduced our time to first pixel uh, when using Solaris, which is also a big thing. Uh, We've also added uh, some new, the new NVIDIA denoiser and upscaler, uh, which are AI based uh, denoiser and upscalers, which is really cool. So that's been added. Uh, We've done a lot of big enhancements to V-Ray GPU in terms of things like memory optimization and all other kinds of things as well. So lots and lots of new stuff to do there. So definitely go check it out. Just go to chaos.com and check out uh, the new updates for V-Ray for houdini very excited about that okay got a couple of events going on right now uh we are just this week uh, we're going to have june 19th through 20th we're going to be at next build and next dev in london so go check that out uh and we are also going to be at the end user event in utrecht netherlands uh, vlado himself will be there I'm almost positive he will be there. (laughs) And that is going to be June 21st through 22nd. So uh, we were excited to see you there. That's at the end user event on June 21st and 22nd. Uh, All of this can be found out at chaos.com slash events. Again, that is chaos.com slash events. Now, if you want to know more about the podcast, of course, you can always go to our webpage, which is chaos.com slash CG Garage. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, that's also always a possibility. Uh, Facebook.com slash CG Garage Podcast is our Facebook page. If you'd like to watch these podcasts, which I always recommend, uh, youtube.com slash TV. Again, youtube.com slash chaosgrouptv. Don't forget to like and subscribe on our YouTube. We'd always like to have that. And if you have ideas of podcasts or you'd like to suggest guests or you'd like to make a comment about something, uh, always welcome that. We've gotten some great suggestions recently and lots of good feedback. Labs at chaos.com. Again, that is labs at chaos.com. But for now, please enjoy episode number 431 with Lyndon Venard. Welcome to another CG garage where the chaos group talks. You'll know it's over when the last bucket drops. We're going to fire off rays in high dynamic range. We know that ambient occlusion is passe. Global illumination won't lead you astray. And while image based lighting is really swell, you need to make sure everything has for now. And it's good to see you. Women. Yeah. It, we did get older. You. you got older. I've lost all my hair. <laughs> yeah. I gained I gained so much more. <laughs> it's Oh, uh, it's awesome
1: to see you. How you been, man? Uh, in the last ten years, the same yeah a lot less stressed, uh, um happy. we got married, we got a kid, nice. Um, yeah, that's
0: awesome. yeah, I think You're actually strong. the it's been <laughs> we were when we worked together, it was right before my daughter was born, so it's yep. sixteen years, <laughs> almost seventeen years. <laughs> she's getting, she is, um, uh, she's going to be a senior in high school now. <laughs> Driving? Yep.
1: That's <laughs> uh, so scary. Teenage girls' drivers are about the scariest thing.
0: Oh, she's a good driver. I have no fears uh-huh. about that. Oh. No. Um, mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's no problem. But, uh, but yeah, that's funny, man. It's been a long time. All right. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll establish that you and I work together at SpeedShape. But I want yeah. to know, <laughs> before that, how did you even get into computer graphics or do any of that kind of stuff?
1: Right, are we talking? Um, so originally, yeah, I think it was the same as everyone else, uh, like Jurassic Park, uh, the abyss, just that like mind-blowing uh, movie visual effects like things. Oh, actually, fucking Lawnmower Man. Oops, sorry. No, it's swearing. okay. You can swear. Uh, <laughs> lawnmower Man. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> That, like, I was just, like, I think I had it printed and was just looking at how how amazing everything was, the things rotating and the... the, the, Oh, and then also uh, young Frank... Young, not Frankenstein, young... Young uh, Sherlock Holmes? Sherlock Holmes, yeah, that piece of glass. I remember watching that frame by frame.
0: Yeah. Probably the same as everybody. That was the first Uh, CG character ever in a movie.
1: And, like, just the... the, Even this audio of, like, the glass kind of crinkling as the thing popped off and man, that was mind blowing. So yeah, it's probably the same as everybody else. Yeah. And uh, I knew I wasn't going to make it as a fine artist. Like I went to school for fine arts and uh, I got, yeah, I was going to do the oil painting and, and figure drawing. I did do all that and I was good at it, but uh, it was in Detroit and I would see people better, talented, more talented than I was working at the surrounding restaurants. Years later with the school debt, I'm like, I need to, I need to do something. So I switched over to transportation and transportation I had the computers and that's, that's when I, I kind of learned everything.
0: And Detroit was, you know, that, that was obviously Detroit's big in the transportation and automotive design, oh, yeah. right? So it was automotive mm-hmm. design kind of stuff that you were doing.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, that's where all them. Yeah. So backstory, uh, I went to, um, it was center for creative studies. Now it's college for creative studies. Back around like ninety five. Right. And uh uh yeah, all the money went to transportation. So they had the the big SGI, the big green SGI computers and an alias. So yeah. That's what I started on.
0: Ah, alias. <laughs> hmm
1: Yeah, trying to I was trying to model birds and creatures with like six degree span nerves. <laughs> like, like super high tolerance. Trying to snap like corners of yeah, trying to make birds. You were trying to make birds
0: on Alias. aliens? <laughs> nah. hmm uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I trying to get, like, the corner crease as they rotated. The beaks were easy, in the head farmer, and remember were trying to make a heron. Right. And uh, But, yeah, there was one chunk. There was, like, four quads or something. I just couldn't get yeah. inside. So that was a pain in the tra- like, ass. So everything was a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, I mean, trying to do creature modeling with nerves is like trying to do it with quilts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you ever meet uh, Peter Wadgie? When he made those patch tools where you could finally do like it would do in Max, you could do uh um yeah, it would just create patches. You'd do loose flying grid. Okay. And then you'd put whatever Waji's patch tools and then it would just do a, like you could just get close enough.
0: Wow. But that was the
1: that was the best modeling tool in Max, because there's no poly tools, there's
0: no That's right. That's right. I do remember that now. That was a long yeah, time so ago.
1: Yeah, you were building the grid of splines, and then you had your Bézier corners, and you could kind of, like, get close enough. Yeah. Yeah, that was all my first modeling stuff. Peter
0: Wadji. I wonder where he is. I don't know where he is. That's a good, good...
1: Uh... He, was, he was a great... Yeah, he had probably, it was probably the last thing he made. <laughs> yeah,
0: probably. Uh, so, what is... Uh, so, what so did you go into automotive from there? Is that where you... Did you yeah. go to, to Speed Shape from there, or no?
1: Uh, okay, so go on uh through that I actually got a job at a, a large scale uh industrial engineering company called like MSX and I interned there and I was able to get access to software like our school had nothing there was zero infrastructure there was zero storage like there was zero internet like it, it wasn't set up and also there were there was it was a big transition like the teachers
0: they didn't know. Mm-hmm. You'd,
1: you'd sit down with a teacher, and they old school Viscom. They did clay, they did uh, um, marker renderings, mm-hmm. and then they were kind of forced to to sit at a box. Um, so uh, I got a summer internship, and I just was able to to get access to all these uh, uh, like engineering software. So that's kind of uh, what led the jump to uh, like uh, automotive kind of graphic stuff because like they i mean, in Detroit everyone wants to see pictures of cars. So right. that's that that was my but that's still, I was I was nineteen then. And Speed Shape didn't start till I was twenty four twenty
0: five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah so you got into you were one of the early people to adapt for, for car renderings and car, mm-hmm. car stuff and mm-hmm. at that time. Interesting. And it so I followed so uh Surprisingly,
1: like Chrysler and GM had almost zero rendering, uh, like car rendering. So it's all 100% traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, a little company, Division X, and they ha- somehow got these this team of Canadians, this woman, husband, and woman, and they remodeled like these Fords and Maya when Maya came out. Mm-hmm. And they were just beautiful. And like, they just like set such a high, high bar. And then I tried to recreate that in Max. And since Ford was already doing it, I went to Chrysler. So I, would, uh, I was at this uh, MSX company and we were kind of looking for work. So I went over to uh, Chrysler, just walked in and, and would just walk around the hallway until I found someone that was able to give me data, collision data that was used for making uh, Mattel toys, like the little toy cars. So I, I walked out of there with a floppy disk and uh, um, some data. And then I went back and maxed, and I think it was final render, and I made it shiny. And then we got more, and then uh, since I was at uh, the company I was at was an engineering company, yeah. we were able to develop a pipeline for for data to come in and out. And then finally, we got enough interest that they did like a town hall meeting, and they put up all of our renderings. Yeah, and that got funding, and that was uh, uh, like a, a big start of the big. The, then a lot of other companies got involved, and right uh it, Armstrong White actually won that bid, which was really, uh, really kind of pissed because <laughs> I worked my ass off to, to get it, the ball rolling, yep. and then someone else won it. And then uh, so uh, the company I was with just got tasked with mining the data for Armstrong White. And me and like three other people, we got like left. Like our, our whole division got dissolved. Oh, wow. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so I got laid off from the group that started all this and then i went after gm and that was kind of like the impetus of speed shape was being pissed that i got uh like pushed out of my own thing with chrysler
0: yeah okay well let's the, i mean i know what speed shape is obviously i worked there for about a mm-hmm. year and <laughs> but mm-hmm. let's get introduced people. you what was the what was the the onus what was speed shape all about Let people know what like how it started and obviously it started because you wanted to do some data mining from for 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 g.m and try to get mm-hmm. computer graphics.:
1: going. I just wanted all the work they were the biggest I think of the one there was the biggest car company, and there's just a, there was this untapped, giant behemoth resource of stuff I just wanted to to get in there. and I was young. yeah 24 25 I didn't know we didn't know what we were doing. right. Um, so we went after it. Um, I went after it with a, a established car photography company called Stage Three. And I was uh, working my ass off, just in a, a in a, actually, an old dark room, like a complete dark room, uh, and uh, making car pictures. And then uh, on the other side, Tom and Oyvind, they had OptiCore, and we met up and kind of, just kind of like joined, joined forces to make presentations for General Motors, right, and try to get that business. It was
0: a crazy time. But it was grouped to a pretty big company.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was three people, like, just barely, barely, barely hold on. Like, every every image was like a miracle that it got up. Right. And uh, I believe that the big, big push was we got, a, uh, we got a hold of the C6 Corvette data. Okay. And uh, I was just... Throwing every, like, we had, we had to turn it around in a day from like just handing a bunch of like every body panel separate. Right. And, uh, I was piecing together the Corvette and I would save it. And when you opened it, all the normals were gone. Right. So you could work, work. You know about this problem? Yes, I do know that problem. the force, normal, you would, you would work, render great, but you couldn't open up, open the file.
0: Yeah. Cause if With you open it, it'll destroy people. all the normals. Yeah
1: yep force explicit force normals were gone so you had to pray because there was a shit ton of work to, to import everything yeah and uh yeah uh got some beautiful images of corvette i think it went to uh gm's uh one of their executives and they saw the the pictures and and the jaw hit the floor and and uh then uh that's what that was the start of that was the start of speech was, yeah was, uh, a one image and and a lot of work, but, uh, yeah, it comes down. It usually comes down to just one teeny thing between like getting a contract, losing a contract, it's off yeah. with like a friendship or, a, or a one image that, that gets to the right person at the right time.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was, so a, it was a real, uh, it was a real challenge. It was very interesting. Uh, and I learned a lot about car stuff at that point because, the main thing, the one thing that SpeedShape was uh, was very good at is one of the hardest problems, which is getting the data into. Oh, system. yeah. Because the data came from CAD data. Usually yep. it was uh, NURBS data, et cetera. And so trying to convert that to something usable and you were using Max, uh, or we mm-hmm. were using Max, uh, yep. was yep, definitely hard. And uh, sometimes it was way too heavy because the CAD data had everything, right? It had the, mm-hmm. the, the light, mm-hmm. the, the, the writing oh, on every on knob, like embedded into mm-hmm. the geometry, everything.
1: And often it was, and uh, it, like, the engineers, they just give you, like, CAD dumps. Right. So they, they got their everyday work, and then they get asked by, like, some dinky company to, like, organize, trim a B surface. We had every secondary surface, all the, uh, um, yeah, like, the molding. Like compositing stuff, all the threads. Stuff. Right, they're not going to do that. So they would just throw massive dumps of data, nothing organized, with like string name strings that are like three paragraphs long, and you're like, Oh, <laughs> I gotta gotta figure that out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we had to design a bunch of tools, and and it was a lot of just brute force. Just you would bring something in, and look at it, compare it to these build guides that they would give the car dealers, and then. Uh, hopefully you would get the right, right trim, but, uh, it, it took us some five years to develop like a, a good workflow. Like we, we flew guys out to, uh, um, you know, I think it was Korea, which was really hard. Like these big biker guys from Detroit to sit down on the tube <laughs> and mine data for six months at a time and, Yeah, and, and transfer it over. It was huge, huge, huge undertaking. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's say. where I'd learned
0: about car stuff. And cars and how different car stuff was, right? Because obviously, I've mm-hmm. been known, I knew about CG, I've been working on movies, I worked on architecture, I did a bunch of stuff in CG, but mm-hmm. I I started to realize how different the car world is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not obviously the data and all of that process, uh, but then I have to learn about how intricate and complicated car paint is and how yep. challenging it is to light something correctly. And then, you know, I think it was the first time I I learned that Speed Shape, like, you, I think you introduced me to some photographers and showing mm-hmm. how car photography takes mm-hmm. place and what that means. Mm-hmm. So it was really kind of very interesting.
1: Oh yeah, it's a whole and it's so ingrained in Detroit culture. Like it's it's embedded. Like the, the creative director, is the photographer, they're like one joined at the hip. Right. Also, because they're able to fly off to Hawaii, rent a hotel, for, and have all the shoot. Like they they had the uh, the keys to the, the playground for, I don't know, 50 years right. like, for, for shooting vehicles. And they had the best life in the world. And then now we, we came in yep, and they're going to take all the fun times away instead of, uh, yeah, going to the most beautiful places in the world. You're sitting with me in a dark office <laughs> waiting for renders to update and getting pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. I mean, we there was a there, disruption in photography or photography mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was in the like I said, I was in a dark room for my first uh, like. I was in a photography studio in the dark room working with the photographer. Right. So when the by the time he built the studio, it was obsolete, uh, and then I went in there. Right. Um, yeah, so did we establish its roots? Yeah. So then we won this contract, and it was single source to ha- handle all G- GM's uh, international data. Right. I don't know if it was a fi- five year contract, but no one else could grab it because they didn't want the propriety. Like we were, um, we had all our security standards and, and stuff. So we got this check that so we built a, a little bigger company. Mm-hmm. And then we, we were able to hire in some other people. Um, and uh, yeah, we got the bid. And I think it was uh, the first catalog was a, a Cadillac with chemistry and STS catalog. And uh, these creative directors were just kind of forced. To use us, so so even if you had everything right, you you weren't going to be right. So I just got beat on
0: for for a while. Right. Um, it was disruptive, yeah. and it was almost felt mm-hmm. like nope. You have to use this company no matter what. Yeah. Yep. And
1: that, and artists love to hear that.
0: <laughs> yeah. They,
1: they love to be forced.
0: Yeah, and the same thing and, was uh, for even if you were a visual effects company. Let's say you want to make a car commercial for. A GM, you know. Yeah. We get that.
1: Oh, that was horrible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they had to use you guys to get the data that was necessary and had to pay you. Yep.
1: Yep. And we, well, we weren't able to hand out data for a long time. That's like right. For the first five years. So we would, um, yeah, it was just a lot of people yelling at us and it was our contract. Like we just couldn't hand it out. Right. Or we would lose it. So we would we would do the rendering in house and give them all the passes that we could, right. um, but they were still uh, they were still not happy. So it wasn't it wasn't the, it we were was it, like fighting a fighting a losing battle, but we won. It's,
0: it's true, five. yeah. And I, I, that's what that you know that sort of started, I guess, the ambition to start an LA office because you guys yeah. needed to do car commercials at this point. Um, yep. And had to have a presence in Los Angeles at that time because that was yep. the best place to do it, right?
1: Also, being in Detroit, like you're in this like a small pond and you're always looking at LA. They're just able to produce these massive things, and we're it's always like the like the the, the golden thing uh, was LA, just being able to like have the have have access to the, the most amazing talent and. I was, I don't know about, at, the, at the time, the world, at least I thought. Right. And I always pictured you guys just had this secret secret sauce, secret stuff that just made everything work. Yeah. And it took me uh, a while to just realize that everyone's talented. Yep. Everyone works their ass off. <laughs> everyone's extremely good and extremely hardworking. Yeah. And that's, and they take it very seriously. And it's not like, uh, yeah, there's no secret sauce. It's worked hard.
0: Right, the secret sauce mm-hmm. is people.
1: <laughs> yeah, people, people, and yeah, and that's been the case all are, are, the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You always think there's a plugin, there's a something, there's some kind of a database. There are a lot of tools, but those are great people writing these great tools, and the artists asking these developers to write these great tools. And, yep, and that—that's
0: the secret sauce. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. It was uh, Rob Niederhorst, who you know was one of the people who started. The LA office and he contacted mm-hmm. me and Greg Sedilis. Yeah, part of I'm it. Greg. Yeah. Very but, good uh, guy. Greg uh, uh, Rob's doing great. He's mm-hmm. you know, V supervising all kinds of stuff and Greg has mm-hmm. been at Scanline for God oh, knows yeah. how long. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Um, and he's doing well. But uh, all right, well that's cool. So so how long were you at speech? From
1: the beginning to like the
0: doors closed. And when did the doors close?
1: <laughs> they closed when I was thirty-five. Okay. Yeah, it was like, uh, uh, yeah. There was a the big downturn in the economy. General Motors went bankrupt. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, everything kind of just shit the bed. I was, I'd drive to work and I, I drove by Chrysler and I'd see all the uh, news trucks in there waiting for them to, they, uh, like shut the doors. It was, it was the end of the world. You know. Yeah. Largest company in the world declaring bankrupt, and then we held on for a while, and then uh, uh, we did movies. We did the, uh, the yeah, the Weinsteins came into town because Detroit had a film credit, that's and right. we did a lot of that. And then the film credit went away, and then uh, yeah, the company went away.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. I was, um, uh, we work, I worked on uh, on Real Steel, and that was partially filmed in uh-huh. in Detroit. Uh, yep. So uh, because of the, the uh, were
1: period. you able to cut. Co- Come out for that? Or? I was
0: not part of the integration team. I was part of the lightning team. So, and I actually, yeah. it would already it was already being uh, sort of well underway when I got on board because I was just coming off of Tron, and they said, "Oh, can you help on this?" Oh, thing? yeah, with did you work with Joseph Kazinski
1: uh, at, at Speedshape as well? Because he did that. I didn't. I didn't. But that's on. a
0: that's a good that's a okay, good a good story because I think that that story. Uh, was, you know, one of the things that we needed uh, at Speedshape, Shape, uh, mm-hmm. and this is after I had left Speed Shape, but, you know, Rob, I was yeah. still very close with you guys and with Rob. Uh, but mm-hmm. one of the things that was very necessary was to uh, make a, a, a proof of concept of what what we could do as a car commercial mm-hmm. because we didn't have anything on a on a reel to do that. And uh, just before I left, we were meeting with Joe and talking mm-hmm. to him, and he was interested in doing car commercials. And he loved Cars. He was a big car guy, mm-hmm. and uh, such
1: a talented.
0: Uh, and he, yeah, he, didn't he? He had an industrial design background, in it. he had an architecture background.
1: Oh, arch- yeah. architects make the best. through the like that's what I that's what I've been doing for the past ten. Well, actually, the whole time I was doing uh, architects as well.
0: Okay, well, we'll uh, get into that for a second, but I yeah. want to finish the Blackbird <laughs> uh-huh. story because I think yeah, it was really yeah. interesting. And we uh-huh. were we, we basically told Joe. Uh, or Rob did uh, is like, listen, we want we, he needed something to do to showcase his uh, directing uh-huh. stuff, which he hadn't directed uh-huh. anything substantial at that point at all. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he had, he had yeah, directed he did, a few he did small those, things. He'd done a few the sl- Nike
1: things. Those Nike, those beautiful ethereal, like, like, I don't know if they're a passion project.
0: He did a Nike uh, thing. He did a, he did a, 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 a clove cigarette commercial with speeds uh, oh. at, at, at Sway <laughs> Uh, oh. with Rob and then he needed, he wanted to do oh. something specific, specifically in a car space, but you know, no one, he wasn't, he wasn't well known enough at that point. And no. uh, Rob says like, we have access to all the data GM has. Mm-hmm. If there's a car that you want to make a commercial about, which car would you like it to be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I believe they picked, uh, was it a, because Saab was part Sob, of GM.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a Blackbird. Sob. I think it was the last, so they made yeah,
0: Was it cool. actually was it a real car? Or was it a concept yeah, car?
1: Yeah. no, it was a real car.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it was, I think it was the last one.
0: It looked like a concept it was, car. It was really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the Blackbird. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I'm pretty sure it was. Or they made something really similar to it. Right. But it was a perfect fit for it, like that brand, everything. So I got uh uh tasked to do my own kind of concept when you guys were doing it. Okay. And the nutty thing is I went right to Joseph Kaczynski's Nike stuff for right. that ethereal long open feel and like that was my uh like motivation for the concept I was doing. Right. And then they chose yours. Yep. And then I got to get on the phone with the guy that I was like like fanboying over.
0: Yeah. I mean in yeah. a sense, you know when we yeah. Oh, yeah. speed shape was, you know, Joe's origin story, in a lot of ways, because that car commercial got him to do much, many more car commercials. Unfortunately, he didn't do them at Speed Shape. He did him at mm-hmm. Digital Domain, right? Mm-hmm. But the the car commercials he was doing at Digital Domain led him to do the right. Tron light cycle uh, uh, test, right? Because it was like a car commercial. And, oh no way! Yeah, and that got Tron greenlit at uh, Comic Con. <laughs> And then that turned into Tron, the movie that he directed. And now he's directed, you know, Top Gun, Maverick. <laughs> That's fantastic. I didn't know so that. So think about that. Like the, if you really sort of trace <laughs> that, that, that lineage of what Joe was doing mm-hmm. at the time. I remember actually, uh, again, it was just before I left, but uh, uh, it was me and uh, Rob and Joe we were are mm-hmm. walking around the LA Auto Show, checking out cars, mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> looking at things, and it was kind of being inspired by that. It was kind of funny, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's great. like, but it, it it shows even this was uh, probably mid nineties, maybe two thousand. Yeah, his, his like he just conveyed such an ethereal feeling. Like I could still, I'm uh, not goosebumps, but he conveyed such an amazing mood. Like with the the uh, large farm wheat field and the thresher moving like it just set a tone with like very little detail it's just the, the 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 musical score and and the
0: framing yeah like do you remember his his a- desert house project that he did too that oh was, yeah that was way way later right that was like it wasn't
1: just someone standing next
0: to a giant window it was, was it was it? A, it was a kind of like an viz type thing yeah. but it was it was like a spy photography Walking through a a house in the desert, and it was kind of very surreal uh, and cool. And that got uh-huh. Fincher's attention, and that's how he got connected at Anonymous Content through that process.
1: That's great. Well, I'm glad we could help. But he's a super talented dude, and I, yeah. I love yeah, yeah. I love getting on the phone with him, and it was a, a beautiful. It was probably one of the best things Speed Shape ever kicked out.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. The Blackbird Project is really beautiful. Hopefully, it's still online, and we can check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll put the link in below. But it, it, it was something that was really cool, and it was cool to have Joe be part of it. And you're absolutely right; he's very cool mm-hmm. and collaborative, and he also knows CG really well, so he can communicate mm-hmm. really well about CG mm-hmm. because his background was in CG as well. So, okay, mm-hmm. so so you you worked on a couple things. You you worked on a, a few things, uh, some a few uh, shows. You did some Matrix stuff, right? That was one of the other things we were doing, right? Mm-mm.
1: No, Matrix, Matrix. No, we had the the our. You bought the office. Was the Matrix office? That's that what was, it was. was yeah, <laughs> that was as close as we we got. That was cool. Yeah. The um, but yeah, in Detroit, every once in a while, something would trickle in. Like we got to do Rebecca Tomain stainless his eyeball. Like when when she uh, had her eye infection, everything got shot out all around the country. We did that and. But mainly it was just, yeah, Hollywood stuff didn't really. We had the car commercials, um, but nothing really hit Detroit. Yeah, besides commercials. Right. Like all the VFX stuff got farmed back to, to Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so what? So, so you got, did you get into ArcViz right after that or how did that go? So,
1: uh, yeah, right. At, I saw that like uh, being a fine artist wasn't going to work. And then I was working at this engineering uh, company and. Um, all my, uh, CCS friends started working at exhibit companies and one of them was like the world's largest, uh, uh, yeah, privately held exhibit company, George B. Johnson. And they would bring me in to do like their high-end rendering, like so for Toyota. So I would just build out these, uh, massive showrooms, haul every car and, uh, light them shiny cars and fly throughs. And,
0: right. So, so this would be yeah. for like. Showrooms, or or yep. or for like car shows and things to like to get
1: that. it to get it sold. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Like, so I'm actually still doing it. I mean, <laughs> they, they they you you get a a, a, a request for like a concept, and they send it out, and then all the exhibit companies bust their ass for four or five months, and then one gets it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Well, that's interesting. Do you like do you like doing that? I mean, it's, that's pretty cool.
1: Um, it, it's always a mad dash, and it's just like the the devil. I know. Like right. I can, like I'm comfortable going headfirst into any, uh, uh, yeah, the most complicated architectural, and just start digging through data from from SketchUp, from Revit, from everything, and then, uh, yeah, plowing through it and and organizing it and, and lighting it.
0: Do you feel yeah. that? the The world of of cars, be it advertising or exhibits or whatever, has has tra- mm-hmm. uh, changed drastically in the last decade or so. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Fine. Like the money's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a a big like back to the roots push where people are, are are still going on shoots and and getting dirty like great locations. Like I have I have a lot of friends that, that shoot for like jeep and and like the ruggedy dirtier ones, right uh but yeah a lot of the companies pulled it in-house so uh they saw they, they were able to get their own machines and and they got their own yeah well, actually a lot, probably a lot of uh like when speed shape imploded everyone went everywhere so like they took the 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 talent went scattered around the earth and right. uh, a lot of them went in internally within the, the automotive companies and started uh Started there, yeah, doing it themselves, which
0: is it's great. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, you know, the money money went away, or things definitely changed in Detroit, right, because mm-hmm. of the the, the bankruptcy. And this was around this must have been around two thousand and eight or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and but it's interesting because I mean, you know, I was for for a while, uh, I was doing a lot of car commercials over at mm-hmm. at Sway. And it was kind of, did good. there was a lot of stuff that was like, they were, these commercials were expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was yeah, l- the
1: store, they got the money.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And car stuff is hard to do to mm-hmm. get it right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get it right,
1: but you're only done when the, yeah you know, when the client says, yeah, like it could be fucking most accurate, beautiful thing, but no, they, they want a big flat and like, look like a Christmas bulb and a lot of shit ended up looking like a goddamn Christmas bulb just because, <laughs> but you made it perfect. Yeah. And then, then, uh, you get directed to, to, to make it like a big reflected nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Christmas, a lot of Christmas balls or was a lot
1: of Christmas balls.
0: I used to call them a, uh, 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 bass boat, you know, paint. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, that was before this, the flack, how do you say it? Sch- the flack, the flakes. Oh, stochastic flakes. Uh, sarcastic flakes. <laughs> very sarcastic.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, it's very, and you know, it was interesting. You're absolutely right, because I was thinking about that the other day. Obviously, at Sway, uh, we had a, a car simulator that could, you know, drive the car and do all yep. that stuff. Oh,
1: that, that wasn't, wasn't there too, was there like something called like a... Blackbird thing, like the the wheelbase could change and all that? Or was that in frame stores? No, that was was at Sway. It was at Sway and it was
0: called the Drivatron. Okay. Uh, And uh, it was very accurate. Like you could, Uh it it was, and so we would drive the car. (laughs) And then in CG, we would do this thing and it looked perfect. It looked just like, it. Uh but then because the, the person or the, the art directors or the, the agency knew it was in CG, they would always ask for the driver yep. to be more aggressive. <laughs> and we were like, but, and then so Graham, who was, you know, wrote the, the simulator and navigate, like, in order for this to work, I have to put like super glue on the tires. And it's <laughs> like, and essentially I, he put it like how many G's are in the car. He's like, the guy would pass out from driving this yeah. car. It was just so many G's from making that turn so aggressive. And they're like, that looks great. It's like, that's not realistic at all. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Yep. And then you get into, uh, yeah, all the different uh, um, shutter speeds on a uh, tire rotation. Oh, right. Oh, it's you're like, if they're going backwards, it shouldn't be like that. Oh, be yeah. Shorter. Because it, it yeah. To see everything crisp. Yeah. We had to, to
0: explain wagon wheeling to people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to see, like, see it crisp. I'm like, yeah, It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So you're all, with that, every project. You're only as good as your client lets you be. Your your That's true. Are, you could do director cuts, but usually you de- you're done <laughs> by the time by the time the project gets out the door, you don't want to see it again.
0: That's probably why the Joe project looks so good because he got it. He understood. Yeah.
1: It. Oh, it was every. So I, I would get on the phone with him. I was doing like the ice thing. Oh, that's right. Like uh, yeah, and the, the car driving over, and we would do night night calls, and like everything he said was like yep. Yep. So many times you get our director and they like they try and it, it just starts going further away from from a good looking shot. But now everything he said was uh, yeah the displacement and the ice and the, the yeah all the textures. And then you guys did an amazing job uh, compositing it. Right. Like, but when you throw something off the compositing and that and then it totally changes. Like hey, you do A over B. Like,
0: yeah. Well, luckily Rob Rob was oh, yeah. compositing really
1: Cause well because Rob, Rob just wanted to. He, he wanted it to get out. Like he didn't want to put his hands all over it. Like you get a compra that really wants to put their style on it. Right. Don't <laughs> make, it, make it look good. Rob just wanted to get it signed off on, and yeah. he didn't want to put yeah.
0: his <laughs> effects. Well, Uh, so did you, did you sort of, I mean, are are you still working for, for that company or are you, uh, are, are you going more freelance in terms of the work you're doing at this point?
1: Yeah. So right after SweetShape, I just kind of like, I walked the earth for some five years. I just took off. I didn't have a family or anything or responsibilities. So I just, I left and just hiked and, and walked and and traveled for, for years. And then that kind of got boring. Where did you go? I, uh, <laughs> uh, I did a couple months Southeast Asia, went all over Africa. I, I, I got, I was really into rock climbing. So I climbed the like Patagonia, went over in the, um, yeah, pretty much all, all over. You know, That's over amazing. How not,
0: not many people had that opportunity?
1: <laughs> yeah, I had that opportunity. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, all the Kilimanjaro and the Cambodia's and, um, yeah, I spent a bunch of time in Ethiopia. Loved it. Um. That's yeah, amazing. But yeah, it, I enjoy it, it, I enjoy sitting at home too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I got back into it. Uh like I was going to get back in the car stuff. Uh but it it was so it was very stressful. I, I it was 10 years. This all the gray hair came from that. Mhm. Um and it was uh, yeah, working 7 days a week. And I was 25 then and I had the energy to do it. Right. Uh I'm 45. I don't know.
0: <laughs> right i don't
1: have that 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 uh that drive or that, just the energy to, to work all nighters right. um but uh, yeah i keep busy i've been doing uh uh yeah i work with an architecture company but still uh uh friends from uh um doing all the like auto show stuff and uh yeah i'll get i'll get called in on projects right now i'm on like a four month project for for doing uh, uh like i'm working with f f one right now and Oh, at F1? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're oh. doing uh, probably some of that secret. But, yeah, so I'm <laughs> doing a lot of those. Uh, but a cool thing, in the, in the interim, I was working for a Canadian company, and we did all the uh, – we were we had NVIDIA as a client. We would do their exhibits, and they handed me off all their, like, GPUs. And I was able to take all of the Al Davis uh, Raiders Stadium from Las Vegas. So I had that all, and we were uh, modeling out all the little uh, – um, like, every – person they wanted a venue or a a space within the Raider Stadium, they would contact us and we we would build that out. And then like right around Christmas, Al Davis couldn't get uh, the torch right. Like he was pissed at the architects. It it, it was a flame and it had all this like weird looking like uh, Superman, uh, like looking crystals growing out of it. And he's like, I don't want that. He couldn't say what he wanted. Um, So I worked with a, a creative director and we came up with a simple 20 minutes, a revolve, and like a real easy LED thing. Uh, and on Christmas Eve, he, he bought it on the spot. So, oh, awesome. I, I created that L. L Davis memorial, memorial torch with like max in 20 minutes that LED thing. So that was a, that was kind of a cool project.
0: That's cool, and man.
1: It was, and it was just the simplest, simplest approach you could possibly do. And he's like, that, that's exactly what I wanted. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a, it was a revolve. Bisected in three segments, non-uniform scale, soft select, rotate, and then put a shell on it, and it was done. It's pretty straightforward. Was a, yeah, five million dollars later, it was built and, and revealed. And, That's yeah, amazing. It was a, that was a good, yeah, I highlighted career. What do you yeah, what what
0: What are your thoughts about the about the future of this stuff? Like, where where do you think? I know.
1: Every day. That's what? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So, uh, like. Last year, I really got into mid journey and yeah. uh, like, I did the whole Discord thing, sign up, and I made like Queen Elizabeth, and it was it was yeah July last year. And I'm like, all right, doing all these descriptors, I could bring them up. They look like a, it looked like a mashed potato with like a little bit of a tiara. <laughs> <laughs> and then six months later, like my jaw hits the the floor, like in the the uh, ability for AI to, to replicate stuff. And yeah, right before we got on the call, I'm, I'm making like. I'm trying to do uh, uh, Gary Larson's Far Side comics and in, and in, in AI and uh, yeah the the amount of things are progressing. It's 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 beyond my comprehension, and I, I spend my life doing this. <laughs> like it is, it, it's it, it, words don't describe how how amazing.
0: What are your thoughts? I mean, you, have you has this brought new a new skill set to you that you didn't know was possible or?
1: It's taken up all my time. I have like, when I look at my log for just mid journey alone, I got 800 hours in four months <laughs> of playing with pictures. I've got like uh, probably 100,000 images generated. Wow. Yep. And just trying, just tweaking and and, and uh, mutations. And, uh, and uh, it, it, we're in like sci fi. Like I said to my buddy the other day, we went from like Blade Runner, where it was like enhance, enhance. Yeah. And now we're in like Harry Potter mode, where it's just full-on magic happening every
0: day. It's true. It's funny. I was thinking about the the Blade Runner things and how we just always used to joke. Joke, yeah. We used to joke. It's like that's <laughs> not possible. It's like uh-huh. actually, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: you're not going to see that fish scale for real, but you can still enhance and enhance and enhance.
0: Yeah. And what's interesting now is like you know the the thing that's funny about the the, the Blade Runner one is that uh, they go around a corner, right? Like, you can't go oh, around yeah, a corner in a, <laughs> in a picture. A, but did you the,
1: ever read that paper about the, the bouncing uh, waves and being all the sea shadow? Yeah. That's what I was yeah, just about to say, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So they're now using Wi-Fi <laughs> signals. Oh, really? Because the uh-huh. Wi-Fi that bounce around your house, they can actually radar detect people behind walls.
1: And it's really funny you brought up uh, Blade Runner last night I had dinner with an old uh GM uh Jerry Brockstein. and he was roommates with with Sid Mead like that was Oh his, right
0: I met roommate. Sid <laughs> He's
1: a good he's a good uh Detroiter
0: yeah He is a good Detroiter he's unfortunately passed away but he's Yeah <laughs>
1: last year I, yeah he he just told me that but they were and uh but then also like his work it still holds ground like per- like oh, it's yeah. there And so when you think about all the yeah the tech like good solid beautiful work doesn't change like it it stands the test of time yep um but yeah for the future uh yeah like what do you tell kids like i got a 12 year old right wants to go in art field you're like wait wait, <laughs> wait well like develop, develop a good eye but uh um
0: so but hold on so there's a couple things <laughs> that mm-hmm. is important. And I just wanted to get to the bottom of it because I think it's important. Well, you've really gotten into AI stuff, which is great. Mm-hmm. But the best AI stuff that I have seen is from people who have a good eye and have a, mm-hmm. who are good mm-hmm. artists too. And mm-hmm. while you sort of claim that I'm not really a good fine artist, I saw the work you did in CG and you clearly have a good eye to do mm-hmm. that, right? You may not necessarily have the painting skills or the drawing skills, mm-hmm. but you know how to you know what looks good, right? <laughs> I do have those skills, but it didn't make any money. <laughs> they were never going <laughs> right. to—they
1: were going to leave me in the poorhouse.
0: <laughs> right, right, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I still scratch. I scratch that. It's so well with uh, with AI. Like where I would doodle on the couch. Now I'm like doodling with like minor permutation of prompts. Like I still get that same like excited, cooking like what comes up next that I would get when a pencil hits the paper. And you kind of just see it uh, evolve. Like I get that with the stable. So the crazy thing, stable diffusion. That's how I see everything. I just like the progressive diffusion. Like when I paint or draw, my mm-hmm. eyes are almost closed, and I, I draw until it kind of pulls pulls out from, from. Like people would say, anyone that would watch me draw in meetings, they're like, your eyes are completely closed. I'm like no, that's just how I've always done it. <laughs> you, you, you go, you get as blurry. As you possibly can, and you start building up from there, and right. that's a stable the diffusion the, the part of the, whatever the computer's doing. Is what,
0: yeah, the way yeah, I yeah. Do you do? You, have you played with stable diffusion as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it's not as nice. Well, I think Mid Journey people wrote their own thing on top of. So now it's totally separated from stable diffusion. Uh, but yeah, I, I download it and I work with it, and I got like my whole hard drive is full of models. Of, but I, I still. Uh, I'm, it's so technical that it kind of takes some of the joy out of it. Like by the time it works, you're like, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I, I'm done. But I I'd rather, I like when people like build in the plugins to uh, like discord and then I, I play with them there, but yeah, I do. I have it all locally as well, but I'm, I'm always a little disappointed with what I get from the, uh, the automatic eleven eleven. and, and all that. But I, I, yeah, I'm fascinated with, uh, uh, yeah, the video aspect of it trying to just from last year, uh, I was ready to buy like one of those Rococo suits last year and like had it all ordered and everything. And then the job went away. And like, now I wouldn't even think, think about, uh, getting the suit out.
0: Yeah. Cause you just do use, like move AI or something like yep. that. Right.
1: Yep, And that wasn't around last, it wasn't around. Yeah. Last August it was, maybe it wasn't, the, they had a few of them, but like, the feet were all like floaty and, and you would get just like the basic uh,
0: gestures. Right. Um, but then now uh, that came out.
1: Do but, you yeah, think that like... there's
0: going to be a, 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 you know, the, 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 the role of prompt jockey is starting to be jumped yeah. around. Oh, I, I'd, I'd love to
1: do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you still build everything in your head. And the craziest thing is I went to art school, so I didn't have to like spell and, and think, like communicate verbally. Like I communicate all like sculpting and I was blacksmith, I did all that stuff. And now in the last like five months, like my brain is like, I can feel it painfully turning into a verbal, like where I describe, like like I tried taking a picture of like water droplets on a magnolia tree this week. And like, while I was taking the picture, I was mentally transcribing it into words. That like that uh, the later I was prompting, so it's neat that that your visual cues can can like flip into a uh, uh, like a text. Like it's a it's a whole different chunk of your brain. Yeah, but but that's happening And now I'm, I'm learning how to spell. And I can spell almost perfectly when I'm prompting, but I still when I text, everything gets jacked up. But I know like for me to get what I want, I have to spell it right. But like for people to understand me, I can say any I can <laughs> I can type any way I want. And they'll kind of figure it out. But if I want, I need to spell it right. So
0: that's interesting. That's that.
1: That's that. So yeah, it's going
0: to change. It's
1: everything. Everything's up in the air.
0: Yeah. And you said you've made over a hundred thousand images.
1: Probably too many. Too. When I look, I'm like, man, I gotta. So I've been banned probably four times from mid-journey. like just for creating crazy ass photos of skulls and and like. Uh, bizarre people and they'll, they'll warn me and warn me and then uh, I'll get stuck. So I get these little breaks of like, I'll get banned for like 12 hours, 10 hours. And so that's my only time. What,
0: what, what do they ban you for?
1: Just bizarre, like mutated. Like they want to be all family. I, 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 my, my son drew a picture of like a, a mushroom with fangs. And uh, yeah, I, I tried, I was making that real and I got, I got like their, their AI. Filters are real, it's, it's it, mid journey is like a, they want to be like Disney. They oh, want everything very, to be family and I, everything I do in my own personal work is kind of like, not like creepy creepy, but on the darker side.
0: Right. And, Interesting. Like, and they banned that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I've been banned a bunch of times. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a, a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, and then like, even, even like rent, I got banned for like Renaissance uh like painting like uh like uh, what was I doing? Stinger sergeant, like kinda like women with like draped clothing and yeah. Totally dance. That's
0: crazy.
1: That's <laughs> I'm like what would what would yeah, what would uh uh Michael Angel how far would he get with mid journey? <laughs> right. <laughs> nope, nope, can't show skin. Can't show nothing. That's
0: interesting. Yeah, I remember uh I was trying to use mid journey to do an image for um, uh, for a Martini Giant, right? Mm-hmm. And we were uh, we were going to cover uh, Fight Club. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said, you know, what I need is and I want the Fight Club image, right, of, of Brad Pitt, but holding a Martini, right? So that was mm-hmm. the idea I was going to try to do. And mm-hmm. so I put down. Uh, Brad Pitt shirtless holding a martini. Yeah. And the word shirtless (laughs) immediately caused Uh problems. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, but he's in the poster. He's shirtless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And then for stuff
1: like that, you would do like, kind of like just a kick bash, like just draw like rudimentary kind of thing. And then sometimes it's not like, it won't know what you, it would be like triangle glass or something. You got to trick it. So I'm getting asked by, uh, uh, a lot of my, uh, like uh, colleagues to to generate images for them, for like concepts, for, uh, um, for exhibits. So it's like all, like the first round, they'll, they'll give me like a style board and then I'll generate, make 50 images and then they'll, they'll pick,
0: pick a few of them out. How, how, how is it like, you know, in, in, in Detroit, obviously there is a lot of concept and, and, and advertising in that kind of Mm -hmm. process that goes on there. Um, how is their, what's their feeling about AI tools in the creative process?
1: Just are scared of it. Like everyone's having meetings and they're like, they know it's there. Nobody's outwardly using it. Um, but they'll, they'll use it in their creative brief so far. Uh, okay. but still, they still the even Detroit, you put a wrong font on something, you're getting sued. <laughs> like right. in a, 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 Like you can't, you, if you can't trace the provenance or whatever, like own, own that image outright. Uh, yeah, you go, you get sued and each agency is like held to a high level. Like it's there, it's on them if they don't have the license and then every image goes through the, uh, their legal team. So a lot of them, if you can't see the paperwork, who shot this photo, you can't use it.
0: What's, and since legal teams are looking at this stuff, how, what is their feelings about these, these tools? Well, I, I yeah, I don't know what their feelings but I don't think you can legally use Use any of those
1: right like outright. Yeah, I think you just just for concepting right now, like you can put them okay. in and uh, uh yeah, backplates, concepting, loose stuff until it gets, gets maybe with like Firefly, like now Photoshop, uh, like has their, their stuff and they're all buttoned up.
0: Well, for uh, now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah their definition of buttoned up. I mean, listen, I, I'm very much interested, and I'm actually going to do a podcast with the. Adobe guys, so I'm excited about uh-huh. that. But you know, they're basically they, they're. I think they use the term ethically sourced AI, which is yeah, great. that's great. It's just I'm kind picturing of funny. I picture
1: him I'm picturing going out and like harvesting photos, mm-hmm. like, like ethically mm-hmm. sourced yeah. animals.
0: True organic, organic style. Cage cage free AI.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were sourced ethically.
0: Uh, but it okay. is, I mean, it is, it is based on basically Adobe Stock. So Adobe Stock is stuff that mm-hmm. they own and they part of the agreements with Adobe Stock if they can do that. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of interesting to do that. But um, yeah, it's interesting. What's your feelings about uh, that, those tools in terms of bias? What do you mean by bias? Well, uh, you know, all these tools are based on a certain parameters that they oh, can try yeah, to yeah, set, yeah, yeah, yeah. or or even MidJourney that tries to yeah. ban you based on what you're trying to do. That's a yeah. kind of bias. Well, also, <laughs> and,
1: and it's like they're what they're fed upon. Like you do a, a was it Norman Rockwell? It's yeah. there. Like it's there, and it, it's dead not on. But you do obscure like odd odd nerd room or like some of my favorite artists. It just doesn't have. You kind of have to build it, build it from there. Like right. It's, uh, um, but it, it, it's. And I think each of those like plugins for like that's when all those uh, add-ons for like uh, automatic eleven eleven like you you find something that fits your style and then you start building off of that like um, yeah eventually maybe you'll have your own yeah instead of artists being artists they'll have their own like database or something like tagged to your own style because the interest my wife uses my mid-journey account. And like you can tell, I can tell out of those 100,000, anyone could tell like what she did or, or my son did compared to me. Like you can, your style still kind of permutates through the algorithm and, and, and makes what you want to make. So eventually maybe you'll have your own like database that will travel with you. So you, as a, as a prompter, you'll have your like repository of yeah. prompts as your, your style instead of well, like.
0: I- I know that in Stable Diffusion, you can train Stable Diffusion with your own data set. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You use a control net and then you can you can feed it some stuff. And yeah, I was actually that, trying to do that as well. I do. Th- I do think that that's going to be the case. Um, I think that people are going to start looking at both uh, uh, m- models for 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 for, for uh, text to image stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but also large language models based on their style of Yep. Writing, yep, <laughs> as well. Yeah, I wonder how what that'll look like. Like, you'll just have a cloud, of,
1: or a big. Maybe you'll have like a crazy like ID tag that will just like a crypto tag. Yeah, like somehow you'll lug around your your lifetime of work of of ideas.
0: There is actually sorry, we're going on a tangent, but that's okay. I love tangents. There is there is now uh, the idea of AI grief centers, uh, huh. which. Is uh, so that's great. Your your if someone has a hard time with you you passing, they can create uh-huh. uh, a center with like and that you can continue oh. to text your loved ones after you're gone. Uh, as you, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I love
1: I love stuff like uh, yeah. I think that's like some of the best cases of like VR is like overcoming like fears because like, like you can kind of put yourself yeah, in that's like true. a controlled area and experience. That's the same thing in like dreams. Like you kind of like, you rehash things until they're not so bad or, right. or yeah, you're able to like, uh, those are good, great uses.
0: There's actually, I uh, think uh, in, in VR, there's actually, uh, uh, it's been a, an unbelievably powerful tool for, for solving mm-hmm. PTSD. Yep. Because that's, of yeah, uh, it, it sort of puts a, a level of separation uh-huh. <laughs> and then they can openly communicate based on that, that separation that was doing there. It's very interesting. Yep. Well, cool. All right. Well, uh, what can we look forward to besides you making a, lots and lots of mid-journey stuff? Where, can people f- follow that work? Do you have it on Instagram? Or yeah, it-
1: yeah. I've got... I've, uh, actually Rob Rob Niederhorst has been reaching out to me about that. Uh, I think it's Prompt Painter, but just, just my... I could look it up. Just Lyndon Venard, you, you'd find it. And yeah, I put stuff almost... Yeah, I had to make a separate one because all my friends were so sick of me talking about it and <laughs> they didn't want to see their like you know, I'm going to, I'm blocking you because I don't want to see these AI pictures anymore. I'm like, Fine. I'll make a separate <laughs> one. So I made a separate one. And that's uh, awesome. yeah, so it's just, just Lyndon Bernard somewhere on in Instagram. I put them up just for, yeah, for myself.
0: That's cool. Well, I'm going to get you in touch with my, my friend, Eric Schiele, who was, who is oh, one of the I co-hosts. Oh, I love it, Eric.
1: He does the best, uh, <laughs> the best Carl
0: Siebert. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> ah.
1: Bubby,
0: Bubby. That's right. I forgot you know Eric. Uh Yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, but I don't know what he's doing. What's he doing? He is in Florida now. Uh, Uh He was working. uh, He was doing some work from from Florida. uh, Mm -hmm. And he's doing doing a job where he's actually designing a user interface and training for some specific software, which is kind of interesting and fun. And uh, he's doing that. But he's also working with me on Martini Giant. But, oh, uh, and he's been writing uh, a movie and he's been using uh mid journey for his inspiration. Oh yeah. In I think I that.
1: saw some, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. saw some of that stuff. So, I didn't so put it uh, but
0: you should reach out to him because he is a huge mid journey guy and he is completely mm-hmm. obsessed with, uh, mm-hmm. with it. And also just similar to you comes from an art background as well uh-huh. and sort of sees that as a thing. So I'm sure you guys should exchange your ideas and, and, you know, uh, share some of that stuff because, and,
1: yeah, there is a big duality. Like, I, uh, a lot of my traditional artist friends won't even talk to me about it. Like, I, I bike ride with a, a sculptor, and he's just pissed at me. If I bring up any, like... They, I know. Just like, they, some people put up a blocker, and then, and like, I'm shouting from a mountaintop, like, how, how amazed I am. And how it's, like, I think it's the biggest thing in my lifetime to happen. I think I attribute it almost to, like, human... Conversation, like it's it's like a quantum leap, a paradigm shift in humanity, right. uh, to be able to create something from nothing. Um, but yeah, it pisses uh, a lot of people off. They don't want to talk to me.
0: <laughs> I know it's it is it is. Uh, there's been several divisive things yeah, in the industry. Br- you know, uh, Final Render versus V-Ray as an example. <laughs> uh-huh. okay, I Arnold's or- in there. I, I was a big fan of both. Uh, but, I, but, I, I, but I, I, I think, and you know, NFTs was another one, but this one is the most divisive I've ever seen in, in the artist uh-huh. community. Yeah. For sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm embracing it for
1: like hand over fist. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I say ball deep. but I'm like way in, yeah, I dream in prompts, but, uh, <laughs>
0: and yeah. prompts. Yeah, yeah, I, it's, it's, I bet you do. It's
1: usually, the last thing I uh, uh, I do before I go to sleep, and the first thing I, 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 when I wake up. That's amazing. That's I'm amazing. Didn't and prompt him and making.
0: Well, I will. Uh, I will make sure to let because I talk to Eric almost every day. So mm-hmm. I will let sure okay. let him know that uh, that you guys should get back in touch and talk about Midjourney uh-huh. stuff because uh, uh, he he's really interested and he's made so many interesting discoveries. Um, he's been using it specifically to, uh, he's the story he's trying to tell takes place in 1970s in Greenwich, Connecticut, and he's mm. been using, this is his childhood, uh, oh, and he's using it, thing. uh, to actually mid journey to create photographs of the past that didn't actually Whoa. happen or, or similarly happened. So interpreting them, uh, uh-huh. it's uh, kind of fascinating in a lot of ways to see what he's done.
1: Yeah, and so this brings me back like that collaborative vibe feeling. Like, yeah, from this, like anyone that wants to reach out, the most bizarre concept, like I'm at a point in my life where I just love to be involved with out there things. Like I've done the, like I'm a fine artist that made a career doing engineering, architecture, and like cars, but like at heart, I'm like a David Lynch. So it's <laughs> the, the, <laughs> <those laughs> the weirdest things. Like the stuff that I love, It's embarrassing how bizarre, (laughs) like it's not. not not Having met you,
0: having met you, I don't think that's any surprise. (laughs) Yeah. No one wants to see what I, what I really want to make. What's inside uh, your brain. Well, that's another thing, right? There's, there's things inside each other's brains that it's, that it's really hilarious. And, and honestly, Uh you know, whether you have issues with AI or not, the thing that I found fascinating about these tools is that, I've suddenly seen what's coming out of people's brains way more than before. And it turns mm-hmm. out it's way more interesting than I've seen in art in the last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like,
1: you, you know, that feeling when you like, you're just jealous. Like, okay. When I saw like Habaro, like uh, the uh, uh, love death robot stuff like, yeah. and the witness. the yeah. only, it's And even Joseph Kaczynski, like those guys, like I would see something and I would just get jealous. Right. Like, where, like, like something, not that, like, where my full like, I feel like, there's just jealousy, like, full-on, and then uh, with AI, some of the images, I'm just like, oh, my God, that is the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, there's very, very few artists and things where I'm, I'm like, I can appreciate everything, but there's a f- few things where I'm just, like, drop-jaw jealous of what yeah.
0: was produced. <laughs> for sure yep. for sure well awesome and then i uh, thank you so much for for being on it's so awesome mm-hmm. to catch up with you yeah and yeah, to see it. uh see this and i'm definitely gonna tell people to follow your instagram yeah. and check out the cool stuff you're doing there. yeah yep and uh Whoa. awesome thanks man all
1: right it was fantastic talking to you and yeah anytime